Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Dating Dossier. Thank you for being here. Quick note before we get into the episode, um, I would love if you guys make sure that you hit the subscribe button, the follow button. If you'd also like to leave a rating or a comment, that would be awesome. Thank you guys so much. I would really appreciate that. I am super excited for today's episode. I spoke with my younger brother and uh, my sister-in-law, so Ian and Catherine. I think we had a great conversation and I hope you guys enjoy it. This was the second or maybe third time I was recording anything for the podcast. I recorded the episode with them and you'll hear me reference it Super Bowl weekend and the podcast didn't relaxed, uh didn't release until the day before Valentine's Day. So Thank you, Jolie, for your input there. Um, I was very, very new. Uh, you can tell that the microphone was way too close to me, uh, so I do apologize for the lack of audio uh, professionalism. I was also getting over a cold, and you can tell in my voice there too. But that being said, wanted to give a little bit of warning there. I think we had a great conversation. I think you guys will like it, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so I have Ian and Catherine here, so go ahead and introduce yourselves. Ian, if you want to start. Well, I'm Ian. I am Jillian's younger brother. I'm Catherine. Um, I'm Jillian's, obviously, sister-in-law, married to Ian for two, one? Almost One and a half years? Yeah, one and a half. (laughs) Yeah, when did you guys get married? October of 2018. And how did you meet? do you okay so uh we met when i was dating his best friend uh so we went on a double date and he was dating somebody else and then obviously i was with the best friend uh and we hung out on that double date and had fun and then we would see each other um, around the college campus where we went for the next year um and then one time we ran into each other and he mm-hmm. asked for my number, or really gave me his number. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started texting and then hung out for the first time a day later and then started dating a few days after that. Mm-hmm. So. so when was that? What was that timeline? When was the first double date? And then... The first double date was like in 2015. Like what time of year or two? September 5th, I think, was the double date. She knows all the dates. <laughs> I <laughs> have it. Well, because it's it's weird because it's almost exactly a year apart where we went on the double date in September 20... Yeah, I guess it would be 15. Mm-hmm. And then September 7th, 2016 was when we started talking and like hanging out for the first time. Okay. And then September 12th, 2016... I think was when he asked me to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. So that was the fall after I was gone because we all went to the same college, the same university. Mm-hmm. And but I graduated in May of 2015. So then you guys met the following fall, so fall semester mm-hmm. the right. next year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And yeah. Ian said, "Get out of here, Sean." <laughs> Not really. I ended up like two weeks before this. I was uh, t-boned. 
and had a massive concussion. Two weeks before what? I asked Catherine out. And so normally I was like following Broco, wouldn't have asked her out, but then I was super concussed. (laughs) Oh my God, your entire relationship is based on a brain injury. I don't know if you knew that, Catherine. I totally forgot about Sean and her dating, and I was just sitting there, I was like, she's hot, I'm going to ask her out. (laughs) Didn't make any connection at all. Well, hopefully you never recover. (laughs) (laughs) At this point. He hasn't. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so that's how. But I remember when you guys were still dating, Catherine would get frustrated because Ian wouldn't talk to her for days on end, right? <laughs> he would disappear just without telling me, but most of the time it would be because he passed out after working like a 12-hour shift and he would literally fall asleep for like... Like 14 hours. That's yeah. right. Because So what were you doing? So that's why were you working a 12-hour shift? Well, at the time, I was uh, working at Jimmy John's, and I started off as a delivery driver, and then I became a shift manager, and then I became the assistant manager, and then I became the general manager, all within three months of starting. Then, well, so I think just, that says a lot mainly, about Jimmy John's, but yeah. also you. <laughs> but it's, it was mainly just the training, so I'd go in at four in the morning and start opening up the store, and then somebody would come and take over the shifts, and I'd be in training, and then I would have to end the shift or run receipts and everything and checks and cash over to the bank and bank slips and bank notes and then be on the phone for two hours ordering food for the next couple days to week and then I'd go home and I'd have to be back at work in eight hours that, that's crazy but yeah. so I feel like we didn't kind of touch on it you're still friends with Sean yeah. Sean was the best man in your wedding and you guys worked <clears throat> together at Jimmy John's so yeah. even though you had a traumatic brain injury and stole his woman well, we you're still at same Jimmy John's <laughs> oh we were, I didn't know I, that yeah he worked in the Newport News location I worked in the Hampton location oh okay well yeah. you guys I, you bonded over that I feel like yeah um, plan you said you would like schedule things together and like well we we would make schedules like together so like it was yeah. easy to hang out with somebody that had the yeah. same thing as you and was bringing home the same work assignment from the same company, mm-hmm. even if we weren't working together. Mm-hmm. But this way we didn't, like, if I put this person and this person on the schedule and took this person off, it didn't mess him up at all. And we could sit there and just relate to each other and bitch and vent about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since yeah. we were both going through it. And you're still friends. <laughs> you're actually going to a Super Bowl party at his house tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... No, no, no harm, no foul. Apparently. <laughs> and news to everyone, you can break bro code and then get married. <laughs> yeah. um, as, as but long as you have a concussion. But <laughs> you have a doctor's note. If, if you, have you have a doctor's, doctor's note, note you fine. can do whatever you want. Um, there are no rules. But um, you wouldn't, like, so you weren't good at texting. You still aren't. Yeah, I hate texting. Um, so he was kind of that example. Because I always say, one of my rules... One of my dating rules is a change in communication is something to look for. But that means a change in communication. So if you text all the time and text constantly and go back and forth and then um, you go out on a date and then you don't really hear from them or they say good morning and then you say good morning and then they don't say anything for three days, like a change in communication. However, there's a caveat to that, that if they've never been a good texter, You also can't expect them to change that and all of a sudden become super attached to their phone. And Ian is the example of, how old are you? You just turned 25 in December. And he does not text, does not have a Facebook. And as far as we know, he's not a serial killer. So, (laughs) I cannot But also, I can't have my phone in the building I work at. 
So So you're an example of someone who's our age who doesn't text. So mm-hmm. they are real. I'm related to one and Catherine's married to one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so okay, so then that that's your timeline and then you got married in 2018? Yeah, October mm-hmm. 12th, 2018. Okay, so, so you got engaged. It was Christmas time the year before. December 19th, 2017. She's good at dates. <laughs> and phone numbers, too. Yeah, I still I know your new phone number and your really old yeah. one. I don't even. I still text his old phone numbers sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so how, tell me about that proposal. Uh, so Were you surprised, Catherine? I was. Okay. Yeah. Well, first, we to get the ring, I ended up... Um, I had to work like... Odd jobs, mowing lawns, painting porches, power washing houses, and cleaning out gutters and stuff. And I wasn't really feasible to open up like a credit line for a ring. So it took about eight months to buy the ring because I had to put it on layaway. So I couldn't actually have the ring. Mm-hmm. And then once I got it, um, her best friend got married and they moved to California. And they were coming in town for Christmas to visit their family. And her best friend's husband is a professional wedding photographer. Hmm. So I asked him if he could go and be there and take professional photos. And so they agreed. And Be where? Where were you going? To, um, what was it called? Christmas Town yeah. at Bush Gardens. Yep, Christmas Town at Bush Gardens. And so we all went there and he took photos and her best friend was there to support it. And it was... Mm-hmm. Did you ask at the beginning of the, like, excursion? Not, like, in the dead or... center for no reason. Like, not at the beginning, <laughs> not at the end, just just in the middle. Was it, he acting weird? A little bit. Um... Well, she kept, I had the ring in, like, my pants pocket, and she'd be, like, wanting to bump up on it. And oh, so I'd put it in my cold. coat pocket, and then she'd want to stick her hands inside my coat. And I was like... No matter where I put it, she was, she was like, she knew. It was like this woman radar, like, there's a ring and I need it. My precious. <laughs> yeah, so I had no idea. And uh, we ended up stopping near like a well-lit area because it was nighttime. So once they finally found a spot where the pictures turned out, they used my best friend and I kind of as like a test to be like, okay, yeah, we can see what's happening. Okay. And then he came over to take a picture, and that's when I knew that something was about to happen because I put my hand on his chest, and his heart was pounding at, like, 150 Um, beats a minute, which is super weird for him. Um, And then he, like, got down on his knee and made a speech and Mm -hmm. proposed and everything, and then we got to walk around a little bit more, and then that was that. Mm -hmm. Did people clap? Nope. What? <laughs> there weren't enough people around. We well, we found a, like a. Secluded, <laughs> Were they like get out of here? <laughs> yeah, no, we we waited until we found like a secluded area in the park. Where mm-hmm. we, oh. So this way we wouldn't have like fifty people in the background. I still want to go back and try to find this spot because I sort of remember where it was. I don't. And I want to see if you accidentally proposed to me next to like a dumpster. I hope I did. That'd be hilarious. Well, you'd have to go back to Christmas Town because they probably move stuff yeah. during yeah. the summer. Well, that was also my first time in Bush Garden, so I was legitimately lost. I had, <laughs> well, like, if they had abandoned me, I, it probably would have taken me half the day to fi- find my way back to the car. No, and it was dark, so yeah. right there. <laughs> he would have spent the night. Yeah, Nobody would be able to find him. <laughs> He'd be, like, over a fence <laughs> yeah. in the wrong area. Um, okay, so that was so now you've had a first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know one thing you guys kind of had to decide was how to split the holidays. Yeah. So, how did that conversation play out? Because I know holidays for Ian and I 
are a big deal. Whole family comes, mom hosts, Mm -hmm. um, and they seem like your family, they celebrate the same holidays. We kind of have similar Mm -hmm. backgrounds. Um, So how'd you kind of make that call? I think, I don't know that there was ever like a huge discussion. I think we just suggested like, okay, what if we do Thanksgiving at one person, Christmas at the other, and then the next year switch. So the first year we did Thanksgiving at my parents, I think, and then mm-hmm. Christmas at yours. That was when you guys were engaged, yeah, that was like I think. The... Oh, and then, okay, yeah. yeah. So, then, so we've been switching since then, but then we always come back here after Christmas for um, his yeah. mom's birthday. So it was weird. We I get a double dip every year here. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> it was more of an adjustment, I think, on my end, because getting used to having a huge family, because like, my family's tiny, and then seeing my parents like they had to be totally alone for one Christmas and go so that that part of it was kind of hard but um well they were trekking around in a camper yeah that year they they were yeah they kind of I think made the most of it but it was a good call because it would be hard the first because your sister is in another state yeah yeah she's with her husband in South Carolina so um you know, coordinating all that of like siblings plus in-law family plus like our my family, his family, which is now my family, and balancing all that is it, it was tricky at first, but I think we've gotten it down to a good like schedule. So okay, cool. And I think when you combined households, so Catherine, you. Pretty much. I mean, there was a chunk of time in between, but you pretty much went from college to living in a dorm, like mm-hmm. an apartment-style dorm at CNU, Christopher Newport University in Newport News, mm-hmm. um, to there was a chunk of time in an apartment, mm-hmm. I think in Port, for those who know what Port, <laughs> port. is. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you moved into his place. So there wasn't a whole... It's not like you came with all of your couch and furniture and stuff like that, but yeah. you did move into his place that he had already moved into. So how did you yeah. kind of make your your imprint there what'd you have to do I think the main thing like the small stuff like clothes and whatever that wasn't too hard but um I think I had to get used to like having his decorations and things to keep in mind (laughs) like okay we want to hang a surfboard on the wall now Mm -hmm, like let's put that with the painting (laughs) Uh, but we I think when we got engaged since we had it was almost a year like we started during that time saying Mm. like okay what kind of couch do we want together and so we went and got a couch when we were still engaged moved it into his townhouse and then um when I moved in it was already there um so I think that's planning in advance kind of helped with that move of me bringing all of my stuff in um and then even now, like, we still haven't put up all of our decorations, and we're still trying to figure out what we want our place to look like. And well, we just have a mosh posh of, like, hand-me-down kitchen tables, mm-hmm. hand-me-down chairs, like, mom fixed up and reupholstered the chairs. We got the couch for, like, 100 bucks off Facebook offer up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, our coffee table, she made in wood shop in high school. Mm-hmm. And... Like, the bed is a hand-me-down from mom and dad. So, almost all of our furniture is a hand-me-down. So, there's no no color scheme, no theme, <laughs> right. nothing goes together. It's all just like, It here still we go. looks like a bachelor pad. Mm. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, Catherine's decorated it, though, so. Yeah. It, it has been decorated now. I think one thing that was really hard, and I feel 
weird saying this, but like once we got all the wedding presents, we were like, where do we put all of this stuff? Like we asked for it and we're grateful. Well, you guys don't have storage though. I know we had to go and buy a new like pantry basically from Home Depot. That's this huge white storage Mm -hmm. cabinet. And that's where we have like all of our canned food yeah, um, our dogs they also have like stuff. the instant pot. Yeah, some pans and cookwares in there. Just because, like, our kitchen's so small, we just don't have room. For right. It. Well, you put your wedding list together. I'm guessing I've never made one, but you put your your wedding gift list together with the intention of you're going to use it forever. I mean, mom's yeah. always talking mm-hmm. about we got this at our wedding and they mm-hmm. got married in 1986, so it's like. You think of forever, but then yeah. you're like, well, but right now we're in a teeny tiny little apartment. <laughs> What's yeah. our so? Do we need a, a storage locker? Like pay rent for that once a month? Yeah, somebody give that to us as a present. Please. Yeah. Wait, maybe is that your advice for um, wedding registries? Is get a storage get a locker? Storage space. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have less than a thousand square feet, go for it. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Um, let's see here. So I think those are pretty good questions for the first year. You guys have made it through pretty well. Did it go by really fast? No. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you're in for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, I would say no, honestly. Like it's, and it's not in a bad way. There was just a lot that we learned in terms of like communication and obviously we're still learning and have had recent hills to climb and issues to kind well, it's of not, it's also been a lot different too because you've gone through two major work changes where you change from one field in your job to another and then like two months after that or three months later the your boss left mm-hmm. and when we first got married I was in a different part of the shipyard mm-hmm. and I had to wake up at uh, 2.30 in the morning, park at 3.30 and start my day at 7. But parking was so bad I had to be there four hours before my shift started. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there are so a lot like, of external a, yeah, strains. Yeah, a lot of just work-related stress that like came into the house just because if I can't be home for four hours before I start my day and I'm sleeping in my car in the parking lot just so that I can park two miles away from my job at mm-hmm. that time. You know, that was a lot of strain on us because I'd come home, eat dinner, shower, pack my bag and pretty much take a nap and go back and then sleep in the car. Yeah. So even though you were married, you like never saw him. Hardly. Probably you saw him less than when you were dating. I'm going to, oh, yeah. I don't know. Is that accurate? No, yeah. That's... Yeah. When I yeah when I started in the shipyard, even before we got married, it was a lot less than beforehand. Because he would get mandatory overtime sometimes mm-hmm. too. And so that's... In the first two years. You know? Right. Like... 6 to 2 30 every Saturday and sometimes Sundays and then you know he comes home tired just want to sleep and it's like all right bye yeah there's no activities 15 hours a day yeah what's your job now I don't think you said uh now I'm a nuclear pipe welder on the Virginia class submarines for Huntington Mm Ingalls so the shipyard you're so you're a welder at the shipyard yeah for our our lay lay people terms and Catherine do you want to say where you work if you're comfortable yeah uh, I work in the financial aid department at CNU um so I've been there only for about seven months now um but it's a nice job like I enjoy working there it's kind of a mix of customer service and office processing and things like that so it's it's interesting every single day (laughs) Well, keeps it busy. I know yeah. there is one thing for you guys. So you didn't go on your honeymoon right after you got married, right? Yeah, we did. What? 
We we had a very short honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. It was had, like twelve hours. You had <laughs> no, a twelve we, hour. We were there for a while. We went. That's a long time for Ian. He's used to naps. <laughs> yeah. So we we got married in Richmond, drove home to Newport News, mm-hmm. then left Saturday. No, yeah, Saturday morning. Went to Northern Virginia, and then by the time we actually got to the hotel. It was like 2 p.m. and then we left by like 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Yeah. So 12 hours. Yeah. So. But or, the drive was nice with you. Right. The drive. Hours. It was really. Aww. It was like a scenic drive. We got to be like, oh, finally, like the wedding is done. Like we made it. You know, mm-hmm. and talk about all the things that went wrong and laugh about it. And you know, it was a beautiful wedding, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I saw anything really go super wrong like i mean besides one of the guests <laughs> oh that's right hitting my father-in-law's car <laughs> yeah it was the like cops getting called it was behind the scenes things because the uh wedding boutique where i got my dress forgot to give me the crinoline liner that went under my dress and we didn't realize till like an hour later and we were at the venue and i was like my crinoline is gone <laughs> and so they had to do that like the makeup artist her uh, airbrush machine died, so she had to go and get another one. Oh my gosh. And so she had to leave and come back, and then... Yeah, we, we found a... Before the wedding, me and the groomsmen got bored, so we went out for a walk, and we found a nice nature trail, and we started getting pelted by golf balls, and somebody had to, like, cease off all golf playing and remove <laughs> us from the golf field, because people... We just walked out into, like, a driving range path. Yeah, you're like, oh, look at this nature trail. You were getting married on a golf course. Like, did you not? It's I thought okay. they would shut it down for the day. Oh, my they, goodness. They, yeah, I mean, they they did for, like, the part of the ceremony or around that area. I think they only had, like, eight hole going on. I think it just happened that nobody was playing that day. Yeah, maybe. If we were doing an outdoor <laughs> ceremony, they might have been like, hey, avoid this hole between 530 yeah. and 6. Mm-hmm. But we did everything inside, so... Okay, I thought the I think I just thought the honeymoon thing was because you guys were planning a bigger trip yes. for later. Yeah, we are. And so yeah, yeah. I was That's that, next year. Twenty twenty one. We wanna go to year. Disney. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's what I, I remember talk of that. So mm-hmm. that was like that was where my line of thought was. And so um what you still you still like that idea, like yeah, we going almost later. Oh, uh, going later. Yeah. Or is it just because you had to with work? Or were you like, no, it's it was, it was literally just because we had to. We didn't job. have, yeah, he didn't have time off. I had some, but I was still, like, earning it, I think, and so I didn't yeah. want to use up a ton of it. Um, but, yeah, it just, it worked that way that having a shorter one was better, and we were both back to work on Monday. And Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, my job being hourly and in the union, part of my thing is that I was on probation still when we got married. Yeah, that was great. I ended up... It's not on probation for a crime. No, probation at work for, like, probationary period Mm -hmm. of getting benefits, 401k, time off, stuff like that. Like, I'm on probation at my job right now. They're criminals. uh, (laughs) So, I was on, like, a extended one since I got moved program to program when I first got there. So, my Mm -hmm. probation almost lasted a year. So when we got wow. married, if I had missed uh, two and a half days in a row without coming physically coming into work, I would have been fired. Yeah, it's so dramatic. Like, yeah, it, it's this company's actually. Duh. So I'm not trying to get in no, trouble. No, <laughs> we love it. Really, it's great. You know, they're really strict about some crazy That's, yeah. stuff. Yeah, 
nine, yeah, you ride your bike. A mile and a half one way from my car to my job, so that I can yeah, your bike park got there only forty five minutes yeah. before work rather than four hours. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. a whole different world. And your bike got stolen. Yeah. Because they still live in Newport News. Yep. Yeah. Um, they just took it right off the back of his Jeep, and I realized it when. Well, no, I didn't. You you saw I it did. first. Yeah. You came I went in outside and, and I was like, oh, I left my bike inside. Got to go get my bike, and bike wasn't inside, and I was like, no, they they took it. <laughs> it's gone. I just yeah. stood there. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So uh, that was interesting, but um, my parents came through really strong and just gave him my old bike from high school, and mm-hmm. so now thankfully is. Is it a tiny little pink bike? No, it's yellow and it's red. A, it's a hardcore off-road mountain bike. It actually looks pretty Just dual. ride over the cars. Oh, it's, it's crazy. It's like dual Go adjustable. Go hood to hood. Dual adjustable uh, front shocks, a rear adjustable shock. Did you ride it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was my... I rode it for a few years in high school. I would just ride it around the neighborhood and like went to a park a couple times on it, but... This is like some hardcore stuff. Yeah. I don't know why she had it. It doesn't match up with her. Because <laughs> it's pretty. Because it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, and so, then yeah. you guys got a dog, Velma. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get her in August? You picked her out in August. Picked her out in August of 2019. Got her September mm-hmm. 2019. So she's six months now, like six months old now. Um, but yeah, we. It was like sort of on a whim, but also not because we had talked about getting a dog, but then we couldn't decide on what kind. And then we were at the beach week with all of y'all's family and it was all these dogs around. I was like, oh, I want a puppy. And like, they're so cute. Everybody's asking when I'm going to get one. And then I found them on Craigslist and we we're like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. They literally so, left one in, day at yep. the beach in the Outer Banks. Yeah. Came up. To Virginia. Drove past where we live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Went to the breeder's house. Picked her out. Drove all the way back up to the Outer Banks. Thought about stopping at our house to just, like, take a nap. (laughs) Well. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) Yeah, it's that's been also a huge adjustment of learning, like... Oh, you might have just heard heard that. She's whining in the background. Um... Yeah, but I mean, this was my first baby puppy that I've had, and then you know he's. We both had have had dogs all of our lives in our family, but it's different when it's truly your own, and you can't just be like, "Oh, mom, go take the dog out for me." Like, mm-hmm. I need to get ready for school or whatever. But yeah, if they throw up, you have to clean it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's uh-huh. a lab puppy. She's mm-hmm. a chocolate lab puppy mm-hmm. who now weighs fifty three pounds. Mm-hmm. So little football player. Yeah, she's a little linebacker. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of talks about adjusting our schedules to her and splitting responsibilities of like who takes her out when. And now I go to the gym in the mornings rather than in the evening. So I wake up at two thirty so I can go to the gym. I be at the gym working out at three so I can still make it. To work Does he time. wake up at two thirty? Like, do, do you hear the alarm go off at two thirty? Sometimes I, I sleep through it. <clears throat> morning mm-hmm. yeah I can't make myself get up like half an hour earlier to go to the gym let alone four hours earlier yeah. well it's just normally I wake up get ready hit the gym I can be in the gym by three and then I'm back home by four and I try to leave the house at five mm-hmm. 
and I wake up at four to let her out and try to give her some exercise before we are both gone at work. Um, but yeah, there's learning how to train her together. Like our training styles are very different because he's used to farm dogs. I'm used to family dogs. So that was... What farm dog? The Boxers, Guardian Dogs, Baxter. You remember Jonah's Dogs. Oh, yeah. Pleasant Hill Farm, Cibola. Oh, okay. The Steer Farm. I was like, we had a Bichon. No, I don't... Those weren't dogs. What, mom had, what we See, had here exhibit were just a. overgrown cats. And they were not trained at all. <laughs> I was like, there's no farm dog here. <laughs> we are not a farm no. dog. The only, like, the... Because we didn't, like, train, train and set schedules because mom was home most of the time. Mm-hmm. with the dog so just kind of cues well they, they were also were, tiny like we had yeah. grumbles who's a pekingese mix and then d'artagnan was a bichon and then i have jolie so even yeah. when they misbehave it's a very small mess yeah yeah but i was just you know i'm used to guardian dogs that weighed like this one weighed almost 90 pounds mm-hmm. and so you have to train him yeah well velma definitely like labs you want to train so they don't yeah. eat your coffee table but she's she's well behaved you guys have her down locked and i was thinking you're when you say your styles are different, like he's very, like, authoritarian. Like, yes. yep. <laughs> he's you, gonna you get put her strikes. in military school. Yeah. yeah. Get two strikes. The first strike, you learn it's bad, and then the second strike, you get beaten. No. <laughs> no. No, you don't beat her. You're trying no. to get her taken away. No. Um, no. But no, and you can follow her on Instagram at a dog named Velma. Mm-hmm. So, a dog mm-hmm. named Velma, all one word. Yeah. No symbols. She's super cute. Catherine's pretty on top of sharing about her. Jolie mm. had an Instagram, but I'm not good <laughs> at posting regularly. So, at Jolie the Happy Pappy, if you want to see posts from a year ago. <laughs> I could try to get it back up, but... Yeah. Um, what do you guys say is something that you, if that you feel like sharing, but something that you haven't thought about, um, going into your, you know, first year of marriage, getting married pretty young, not super young though, like, but just, you know, pretty young, um, that you hadn't thought about. That's something that you would want to pass down some wisdom. I can go first if you yeah. want to think. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing that I always used to do was not make fun of but I would say like see people post on their one year wedding anniversary and be like oh my gosh marriage is so hard but it's so worth it and I'd be like what do you mean marriage is hard you just live together (laughs) and that's it like you're dating the person you're living with like why is that hard because you know I never lived with like a boyfriend before and he's been my longest serious relationship so I would always be like, oh, we'll be fine. Like, we know to talk to each other. We've figured out, like, if we have a fight, we do this and this, and then we're good and whatever. And then all of that just, like, went out the window. And <laughs> it changes so much. So um, I think it's important to try to actually establish, like, a routine or an idea of what you want to do for when you live together, but you both mm. need time alone. Like, where do yeah. you go? Especially if you were in like a one bedroom. Like yeah. thankfully we have two bedrooms and a two story mm-hmm. townhouse, so we can kind of separate. But um, put him in time out, right? I mean, like just get out of my face for a little bit. But um, that, like, I know it's cliche, but communication is so important, and really just being able to be upfront and even blunt with your feelings when you mm-hmm. have to, even yeah. if it comes across as like. You know, you sound like you're being really mean, and that's something that I've struggled with is taking blunt, mm-hmm. constructive criticism, and I take it to heart a little bit too much. But, yeah, I'm, um, I'm the same way. It's 
it's definitely a learning curve and um, it's different for everybody, but that was the biggest thing for me. I think that's excellent advice. You know, communication is key, like you said, but especially when you talk about thinking about what your routine is going to look like, Mm -hmm. that's a really, really good piece of advice I don't think I've heard. So I think that's really excellent. Because that's the hugest thing where we would, it's like we hit a wall and we would, like, he would say something and I would be like, I get it, but this, 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 and this. And he'd be like, that's exactly what I just said. Mm -hmm. And there was like a huge disconnect where we were yelling at each other, (laughs) saying the the same same thing. thing. (laughs) And it would take us literally like an hour and a half to realize. Hammer it out, yeah. And be like, gosh darn it. Like, why did we, this didn't (laughs) even need to happen. Now we're both angry. Right, we're just hyped up, but we like each other But we agree. (laughs) Right, it's like. All right, let's watch TV. The other one is the opposite, where I would say something, Mm -hmm. but she would take it a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she'd get all hurt, butthurt about it, and take it (laughs) a whole other way, and then harbor it for six months, and it'd come out. Six months? Really? Is that an exaggeration? No, that's not. (laughs) Not really. She harbors things. I'm too timid to bring stuff (laughs) up. Yeah. And so once she reaches her tipping point, it'll come back out. Yeah. And then... It came back out, and so now, then I got, then I I went off on the wrong response, off the deep end, and did the wrong response, so now I just explain things 50 different ways, because now whenever she takes it the way that hurts her, and she harbors it, I can be like, well, I also said this, 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 and this. It's like we need to start recording our arguments or something to be like, play it back. That's not, that's like a Uh, Black Mirror episode. (laughs) So... I don't know that we realized when we were dating. I think we both changed a lot. Like, yeah. like I said, he was my first serious relationship. My he's been my longest relationship ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still have a lot of growing to do in terms of that. And I'm only how old am I? Twenty three. I'm only twenty three. So I'm still like growing up and maturing just as a person in general. And yeah. So it's hard, but he has been really patient with me in that. And Sometimes. Well, sometimes, yeah. He Sometimes I treat you like the dog, two strikes and you're out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we try to understand each other's situation as best we can and mm-hmm. make it work with the details that we have and find a new plan and try it out. It's kind of scientific almost. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's does nice. this, Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, so was your advice, Ian, to explain it multiple different ways, or were no. you just venting? No. <laughs> I couldn't pick I, out the I, advice I part of that. That does not work. Learn from me. Oh, oh. don't go. explain it fifty yeah, different don't. ways. Because then you just you're using too many words, and you've said it five hundred and fifty different ways. And, and oftentimes have, it's more confusing. Yeah, and you just yeah, that's make what, more of a fuss, and nobody. Then I just be mad. You're yeah. not stopping talking. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all that happens. Um, no, my bit of advice would be. You still have, even though you live with somebody, you wake up next to them, you go to bed next to them, you eat breakfast and dinner with them, you still got to make time to actually, like, see them and date mm-hmm. them, especially with our schedules, because mm-hmm. if I'm getting up and leaving the bed at 2.30 in the morning, I'm also, you know, I'm waking up at 2.30, so I'm not going to bed at 10 o'clock at night. Right. I'm going to be hardcore sleep for, like, two hours come 10. I'm trying to get in bed by 8. Mm-hmm. But she gets home at almost six, so that allows us only two hours in the evening. And dinner's in there. Yeah, and we got to throw dinner, take care of another dog. You know, if we got to walk the dog, uh, chores. Pack his stuff for work. Yeah, I normally set things out the night before because at two thirty, I don't think anybody's gonna be no. like, wide awake and no. have to grab socks and underwear. I, I ended up going to work in my boxers. <laughs> yeah, so. and then you burn your leg yeah. off. 
yeah. with your welding equipment. So it's, you know, Monday through Saturday, we don't have a whole lot of time since I work six days a week most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's, you, know, you still got to sacrifice and carve out time so to date. Being intentional yeah. Yeah. with your time. Sounds like what you guys are saying, yeah. which I feel like you hear all the time, but hearing, you know, it's one thing to like see it, like you said on mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram, but it's another thing to actually experience it. Yeah, and be like, oh crap, like we got to plan a date or something, even if it's a date at home where like mm-hmm. yeah. the other night we, he picked out dinner to make and then he bought me cupcake mix and that was my thing. And we got to spend an hour together in the kitchen and it was really yeah, fun and then we watched a movie and stuff afterwards and mm-hmm. so even it if it's simple be, like that yeah, yeah. It doesn't always have to be expensive it's just kind of like when you date somebody you gotta even if they just came over and visited most of the time you'd be talking and hanging out the whole time together so just carve out a few hours every once in a while to date right yeah. and actually sit and talk because Sitting next to each other on the couch watching TV is one thing, and it's time together, quote unquote, but it's not as enriching, I guess. Yeah. It's not as, like the quality time, right? Exactly. Love, like in the love languages, you know? Yeah. Or like doing chores together. If she, even though we might be in the same room and she's vacuuming and I'm either folding clothes or. Well, those aren't going, fun. Yeah, that's not quality time <laughs> together. We've tried folding clothes together and, like, it's kind of nice because we can talk to each other, but yeah, we just put on, like, a podcast. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So. You listen to this. I was going to say, now we're going to be able to put this on and listen to it. <laughs> See what kind of bad advice I'm getting. You're going to be like, that is not true at all once I'll you're married. Call and be like, hey. <laughs> be like, that's, that's not what marriage is like at all. <laughs> And you're like, I don't know. I'm basing it off movies. <laughs> Scary movies, usually. Movies, movies are not real. Movies are... They paint a very unrealistic picture. Mm, fair. Especially Disney. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all have both our parents, so Disney's <laughs> wrong off the bat. Yeah. Just... Well, cool. Thank you guys for sitting and talking with me. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I was excited to have you on. You'll be one of the first episodes. Heck yeah. So... I'm sure we'll come back and revisit it, especially when we listen to it and be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> we can come back a year later yeah. and check in and be like, actually, we hate each other now. Yeah. <laughs> the divorce is in process. <laughs> Fighting over the dog. Yes. No, don't put that out there. Don't manifest that. No. Um, we'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll get through it. You're learning. You guys are being smart about it, which is cool. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Well, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Dating Dossier. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and my host, Podbean, The Dating Dossier, spelled out. If you type out The Dating D, it also starts to pop up, so not too hard to find anymore. Also, please follow me on Instagram at The Dating Dossier, spelled out. Next week, you guys, Listener Files. It's our first episode of Listener Files. I'm going to read your stories. Please send them in. I already have a few. They are a lot of fun. Uh, Here's what I'm going to try. I'm going to drink wine while I read these. So I think it'll be even more fun. Will you be with me on this journey to discovery if that is fun or not? But please send them in if you want to send me screenshots, black out the name. Uh, My friends have already sent me screenshots, and I make sure if they don't black it out, I black out the name, uh, name of the city, anything like that. Like I said before, not here to cause a witch hunt. Just here to cause a dating revolution. Thanks, guys, and I'll talk to you next week.